All right, how we doing, everybody? It is 3-28-19. I'm your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Baseball is here. It's opening day. I'm coming at you from Dallas. Nick Phillips is here. We're about to see the Cubs. We have one of the best days of our year ahead of us. I'm so content with life at this very moment. I have just about an hour left to get these MLB futures bets in before the season starts. That's plenty of time. I have some sure winners here, divisional and World Series picks with Pat Sheehan, prop bets with Nick Phillips right now. But first, our show is brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub back home in Louisville. $5 Irish pints tonight, $5 Irish whiskey shots tonight. And that's not just tonight. That's every Thursday night at O'Shea's Irish Pub. All right, let's get it going. All right, Pat. Let's take a look at these divisional futures. Let's get it. The AL East in maybe a two or three horse race here. We got the Yankees minus 140, the Red Sox plus 120, and the Rays coming in at plus 900. Oh, yeah. Just got Blake Snell extended, AL Cy Young last year, and they signed Charlie Morton from the Astros. Mm -hmm. Good team. Pretty good value there. I'm going to go first. I really like the Yankees here. They've looked unreal in the spring. Stanton looks like he's back to being Stanton. The team didn't need to add anything, and they went and added James Paxton and Adam Ottavino from the Rockies. They probably have the best bullpen in baseball already. Love the Yankees here, minus 140. The Red Sox didn't do enough. Their bullpen really scares me. What do you think? You thinking the same? You disagree? I disagree. I'm going with the Red Sox. You're going with the Red Sox? Yeah, they're just, just too good on the offense side of the ball. I mean, they did sign Sale back, which is good, but they still do have some holes in the bullpen. But I don't know. I still like their, I like the defending champs. Yeah, I uh, I don't blame you. They, they won the World Series. I just don't think the teams are that different. And for how good the Yankees are it, at every single position and everyday lineup, and they add DJ LeMayu, who goes from a hitter's ballpark in Colorado to another hitter's ballpark in New York, I don't think his stats waver at all. Uh, I, I look for him to have a huge year for the Yankees, and, and I really like them to win. I, I think the Red Sox, I, I think they have the worst value here with the lack of depth in their bullpen and just the – after you win the World Series, it seems like everybody kind of just slowly goes through the year, and I really see this being a wild card year for the Red Sox. If anything, the Rays plus 900 I think is awesome value for how good of a team they have. Tommy Pham really came on at the end of the year for them. They had that nice trade where they got rid of Chris Archer. They added Austin Meadows from the Pirates, their best prospect, and then Chris Archer really struggles for the Pirates. The Rays have great value here. The Rays to make the playoffs as well I really, really like. I just think the Yankees are too strong. Yeah. The Yankees, they're really good. They have a... That one-two punch right there, the outfield. So yeah, stand and judge. There's a there's so much power there, but uh, the NL East. This one's pretty fun. We got four teams basically in the running: Nats plus two hundred, Mets plus three hundred, Phillies plus one eighty after the Harper signing, McCutcheon two, Braves plus three hundred. They add Donaldson, Marlins. It's not important. Starlin Castro. I miss you. I hope you're doing okay. Pat, who do you like here? The Phillies. You like the Phillies? They just signed the man. They yeah. got they've got him all that money. He's got to go perform now. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's hard to disagree with you there. They're going to put out such a strong lineup. It really seems like he's going to be a guy that has something to prove, especially signing in that same division. I like Arietta this year too. 
they have such a good pitching staff. And Aaron Nola, he's who I like to win the NL Cy, NL Cy Young. Arietta, you would think, is going to have an awesome year for them. I, You have to like what the Phillies are doing. I I like the Nats here. I, I really think that it's time for Strasburg to put together a full season where he's healthy. And I really think that they have something to prove that they can win without Bryce Harper. And I, I hate that Juan Soto guy. I think he acts like a jerk literally all the time. But I, I really, really like the Nats here, plus 200. Strongest pitching staff. They add Patrick Corbin. I think he's going from Arizona to Washington. I think he's going to have a better lineup there. As hard as it is for people to believe, the Nats are still going to be solid. They add Brian Dozier, a ton of power from second base. He wasn't getting hardly any playing time for the Dodgers last year in the playoffs. I really, really like the Nats, but I think you could make an argument for all four teams here. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's what makes it really interesting. The Braves have the worst, right? Plus 300? Yeah, plus 300, and that's tied with the Mets, who add the two Mariners guys. The Mets are coming in continuously disappointing. Who knows what they're going to get from Cespedes again, but they add Robinson Cano, who was very good last year in the back half after the steroid suspension, and then they add Edwin Diaz, record for saves in a season last year for the Mariners. So the the Mets are they're going for it. They're not a team that you're going to see tanking even there's no point in baseball. Like they they're right there. They they should be plus 300. I think they're going to be okay. I just feel like in recent years they've just blown it. They they just I don't see them even with Cano and Edwin Diaz equalizing these other three teams. Yeah. I see a three-horse race. The Braves in the playoffs last year, Acuña was something else. Freddie Freeman, Josh Donaldson, Dansby Swanson, they put together a very, very formidable lineup. Their pitching just does not equal up with the Phillies and the Nats, and I think all lineups are kind of on the same level. I think that's why you see those odds a little slim for the Phillies and the Nats. The AL Central. This is a division the Indians should run away with. They're minus 450. That's crazy. That's crazy in a division. And then you look who's actually in this AL Central. It is absolutely horrendous. Yet the White Sox, they were so, they signed all Machado's friends. Doesn't work. He doesn't go there. They have a young team. I don't hate what the White Sox are doing, but Tigers, terrible. Terrible. Royals, terrible. The Twins go out and do some good stuff. They signed Nelson Cruz. Like most home runs in MLB, I think, since 2015. And they sign Marwin Gonzalez, a key part to the Astros, runs every year in the postseason. The Twins, decent value here. I don't hate the Twins, but I, I don't see anybody knocking off the Indians. I don't either. If you had to pick one, I guess it'd have to be the Twins. I still don't really know anybody in the AL East. Like the, the, the AL Central. Or the AL Central. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Um, it's, I know Sano on this team, and I know they had a good record last year up until some point. Yeah, they uh they were in it until just about that last month and a half, and they kind of tailed off. And they were in the wild card game, I think, two years in a row, uh, a few years in the past. It, it it's it's one of those things that I, I really the Twins. It's just hard to see them really making that push at the Indians. I, the Indians really are a threat to beat anybody in the playoffs too, which is definitely something to look out for. I. I, I, yeah, minus four fifty. It sucks to take because that that's absolutely terrible odds. Yeah. But if, if it is anybody, it, it's the Twins. But you have to think it's going to be the Indians here. Right. All right, our favorite, the NL Central. We got the Cubs plus one seventy five. Same as the Cardinals plus one seventy five. The Cardinals have one of the better off seasons of anybody in the MLB. 
The Cubs don't do much. The Brewers, plus 220. They absolutely had the best season of our three teams. And then the Reds, plus 900. It's worth mentioning they add Yasio Puig and they add Matt Kemp to an already pretty good lineup. They always hit well. Suarez, Jeanette, and Votto, all top 10 in major hitting stats last year. Alex Wood comes to the team, too. All they have to give away is Homer Bailey. It, it's really interesting. I think there's a lot of value in the Reds plus 900. I could see them kind of hanging with us, especially with how well they know our pitching. Our starting pitching is similar on all three of our good teams. They seem to always hang for at least a little bit. Now yeah. maybe they can hold on for at least till the All-Star break. For sure. And they Alex Wood is one guy. You know, we watched uh, Luis Castillo kind of heat up a little bit last year. We know they have a good closer in Rossiello Iglesias. But that's the issue with the Reds. It's it's that ballpark. It's how bad that pitching is and how small it is. The ball's flying out of there. I, I do think that you're right. They hang in there for a little bit. They'll probably tail off. Who do you like here? I, I'm i kind of liking the Cubs, believe it or not. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I like that's, the Cubs. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, uh, I like the Cardinals. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they just made the right... Made the right moves. We got a winning team now. Yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot less mistakes going to happen this year, hopefully. Yeah, like what the Cardinals doing, you really do have to worry about that error thing. Uh, that That's something that I think is a really frustrating day-to-day thing as a baseball fan when your team can't make those plays that it seems like every team is converting 95% of the time. And it was a recurring thing for the Cardinals. Especially, and it's the Cardinals. Like, they're not supposed to be doing that. They're yeah. supposed to be the most fundamental team in baseball. For sure. They just have that aura about them and now they're just terrible on the field yeah it, uh that um last year it, it seemed like most of your errors not not a real stat but i kind of think it's a real stat were from jerko though and he's gone right yeah so you add paul goldschmidt one of the best hitters in the nl of the last five years to an already stacked lineup the cardinals are going to be tough to beat i think the odds are pretty accurate i, I see the cubs and the cardinals trading blows all year I could easily see the Brewers beating us both, though. Josh Hader is yeah. absolutely worth mentioning. He was dominant last year. The Cubs just never saw him well. Corey Knebel came on like he did in 2018. At the end. It's going to be tough. I I really am scared of the Brewers. I'm a lot more afraid of the Brewers and the Cardinals, to be honest. And that may be flawed because I haven't seen Goldschmidt inserted into that three or four hole every single day yet. Uh-huh. But the Brewers, just the what they did last year, and with, with a lot of guys that weren't household names until the playoffs started last year, and just the guy that Christian Yelich has become, I think plus 220 is really good odds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I, still uh, have to, I still have to go with the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I don't think that – I think all three of these teams – all three of these teams are listed in the power rankings right now in the top ten. This is a really tough division. And with the way the baseball scheduling is, these teams play each other, it seems like, half of the freaking schedule. We're going to go there, – there's only 30 teams. We're not going to play a ton of them in this entire year, and we're going to play 162 games. I hate that. I wish everybody played each other more, but we're going to see each other a lot. I like the Cubs here, plus 175. They didn't win the division last year on, in the one-game playoff. I, I really think that Baez has a breakout year. He's looked great in the spring. I like him to win the NL MVP. I like Cubs for the central title, but only by a couple games. I think it stays close. I'm begging for it. The Cubs rotation is better than everybody else's, in my opinion, if everybody stays healthy. You got Hamels, you got Lester, you got Hendricks, you got Quintana, and hopefully you have you Darvish. That's a big X factor for the Cubs. They need him to be good. They need Brandon Morrow to be healthy and hold down the back half of that bullpen. 
I just, it, it's hard for me to see, like seeing the Cubs being content with the 2016 World Series anymore. Like I felt like they have been at times in the past. I'm excited to see how Reyes comes back and pitches. Uh, he was such a high for the Cardinals. Oh, Alex yeah, Reyes, yeah, yeah. Because he missed the entire season last year, and he missed a lot of the season before that too. And he looked great before he got hurt. Yes, I know. And just see how he comes back, and because he's super young, he could really help that bullpen out. Much needed. Yeah, and uh, it, big question mark for them is always Carlos Martinez. Like, what is he going to do? Is he going to be able to stay healthy and everything? But you guys having McCullough back, I think, really gives you some stability. Oh, yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see what you guys get from Molina because he's so old. I think he's going to have another really consistent season and be a huge player for us once again. Didn't his la- last year he had the most home runs in his career, yeah. correct? Yeah. That's, that's a crazy thing to see him progressing in literally any stat with the position he yeah. plays and the mileage the Cardinals have put on him. It, it, this division is loaded, absolutely loaded. I, I do think that your two wild card teams and your division, cha- like, it's all coming from the central. I, I really believe that. I, I, I don't see the Rockies or now the Diamondbacks who are going to be depleted with the Cardinals getting Goldschmidt contending with you all and i think that's a really underrated part to you all getting goldschmidt is that you uh-huh. are our six teams with the dodgers included seem to have uh kind of ran it the nl east i, I feel like is usually a, a one team show the the braves and the nationals are really good recently or in the wild card isn't represented really it's usually the central and the west so yeah i I love what the Cardinals did with Goldschmidt. Andrew Miller, I don't know what they're going to get out of him. He wasn't great for the Indians last year, but he was the two years before that. So yeah, He was great until the World Series. He was, gave up some runs in the World Series. Yeah. But all before that, he was great. Yeah, he, you know, that that's, and, and that's a different stage. I, I think St. Louis, I think he needs a reset on everything. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all to kind of see him take control of your all's bullpen and be fantastic for you guys. That but, would be awesome. But yeah, it's it's no surprise here. I like the Cubs plus one seventy five. You like the Cardinals plus one seventy five. Nothing wrong with it. The AL West biggest favorite that you're going to see the Astros minus seven hundred. Good lord. Yeah. The A's plus seven hundred coming off an impressive year. That's kind of who I like. You like the A's? Yeah. I mean, because you can't take. I mean, you, you can't take minus seven hundred. No, yeah. You can't. I, that uh, them adding Michael Brantley though is a scary thing. They're loaded. They just extended Bregman. I feel like there's just so much positivity going around there. But they did lose Charlie Morton. Dallas Keuchel hasn't signed anywhere yet, so you're looking at you know Justin Verlander. I, I, I really, I really think that uh, the Astros minus seven hundred is probably the pick. Like you know, like to parlay with a bunch of other stuff because I don't see anybody beating them. But yeah, the A's is where the value is. The Angels are interesting. They they bring Trout back. It, they still just have no pitching. It, it's just like when you have a guy that good, I, I can see him hanging in there for a little bit, but not for the full season. And it just sucks when you look at the AL and how strong that AL East is that we just talked about. There's almost no chance we see Trout in the playoffs again, which sucks. I, I think the A's with Chris Davis can absolutely hang in there. It's just that bullpenning style. Like you remember what they tried against the Yankees in the wild card game last year, like starting that relief, man. Yeah. I, I really think that stuff like that, it just isn't going to last. The Astros are in a great spot here. It It's crazy how that good that reflects the Astros it like shows though, because the, A, the A's and the angels are so much better than like the white Sox and the Royals, like where the Indians are, that the Indians are only minus four fifty. And the Astros are minus 700. Yeah. It's insane. They're going to be tough. 
they're at number one on almost everybody's power rankings. Hard to see them flopping this year in any right. way. They, I mean, they deserve to be number one on yeah. the power ranking, probably. Yeah, no doubt. The, the NL West, Machado arrives, Goldschmidt departs, Arenado extends, the Dodgers are the Dodgers. They pick up A.J. Pollock. Again, the Diamondbacks are pretty much depleted. Goldschmidt and Pollock have been their best two players for these last three years where they've been playoff contenders in the playoffs, making a run even. I, I tell you what, I don't like the Diamondbacks. I don't like the Padres. I think they're a year away. They have the best farm system in baseball. They have Machado. I think they can kind of make some noise. I, I don't know. I I don't see anybody beating the Dodgers here. I feel like it's so lame to take all favorites, but the Rockies lose LeMayu. They add Daniel Murphy. He's been killing the ball. Killing the ball in spring training. Who do you like here? Uh, like you said, the Padres, they're a little early, but I still like them because why not? You can't take all the favorites. Yeah. Just yeah. Though, they paid Machado. If he's going to perform, he's he's got at least a couple of years left in him. Sure. Of him trying, at least. But Hosmer's good. Got Will Myers, good hitter. Yeah. I'll ride with them. Yeah, I hear you. Um, they, It's not impossible for them to hang in there. I feel like they're going to have something to prove. It'll be interesting to see how quickly they get some of these young guys up. Like whether they, if they do happen to go 20 and 10, whether they bring some of these guys up and they really go for it this year or not, I, I could see it going a few different ways. I, I, I don't know. I, I, the Rockies, I think, are probably, it, it, it's interesting to look at. Their, their pitchers really performed well for where they play in Coors Field. And uh, Kyle Freeland was unbelievable. It, it stunned the Cubs at Wrigley Field. One run in like an 18-inning game. It was fantastic. The Rockies just really impressed me last year. It wouldn't surprise me to see them go toe-to-toe. The Dodgers are usually one of the worst bets in the regular season, believe it or not. Yeah. Every year they end up in the bottom five of, the, of those covers tweets where it's like worst teams to bet on because they're so favored and they seem to struggle in the regular season. wouldn't surprise me to see the Dodgers kind of struggle a little bit. That Machado thing may have thrown them off a little bit and – I don't know. You never know. I'm, I, I hear you, though, on the Padres. You, you never know what adding a guy like Machado in a seemingly pressureless situation where he's no doubt the man. Yeah. The Dodgers wouldn't really like that. No. All right. World Series predictions. Who do you got? Cardinals. Cardinals against two. Red Sox. Red Sox. I got the Cubs and the Yankees, completely Ooh, opposite. I love Total rivalry. Yeah, I got the Yankees plus six hundred to win the World Series. I see the Cubs getting back and not being able to beat them. I really think adding James Paxton. I think Severino stays healthy. Uh, I just think they're crazy. I think Gleyber Torres breaks out. They their lineup top to bottom. They didn't get Machado. They didn't have to. Andahar is going to be every bit as good as him. I love the Cubs. I, I can't speak enough about how highly I think of that season the Cubs are about to have. But, man, I, I, Cubs-Yankees, I, I'm rolling with it. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't the, – the Red Sox have to do something with their bullpen. Not saying that they won't because they still have time, but they have to do something with their bullpen if they're going to make another run like last year. J.D. Martinez and Mookie Betts were out of their minds for 162 games and the playoffs. I don't know. I it, it's it, it's going to be tough. I could definitely see where it's, it's a possibility that those teams are the uh, last four, but the Cardinals are going to need a lot from from some young guys. They're ready for it. Bader 
have a breakout season. Yeah. Everybody's going to know who Bader is after this season. I know you absolutely love Bader, which is, you know, wild to me. He's a pretty good player, though. How's that wild? How's that wild? Yeah, I don't know. He's he's pretty cool. If you had to get one, if you could get one Cardinals jersey, would it be Bader? Uh, no, it'd probably be Molina. You'd probably go Molina? Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. It kind of lives on and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. You could have got that jersey any year and everything. Yeah, yeah. Makes it look Car- sharp. Carpenter would be nice too. Carpenter, Carp's, yeah, big carp guy. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna be solid. I, I, uh, I do, I do like them to finish third though. I, I do think it's gonna be Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals in a really, really tight race. And yeah, I like the Cubs to reach the World Series. I think adding Hamels for a full season is gonna be awesome for us. And I bet they go and get somebody at the deadline. It'll be interesting to see what they get from Russell. That's a big question mark, but they can still sustain it otherwise. That just means Sobrist, an everyday player. And so Russell's out 40 games? 40 games, yeah. So that means Baez will play shortstop every day, and you'll probably see Zobrist at second base along with their addition of Daniel Discalso from the D-backs, who's a good player as, as far as I know. I haven't had the pleasure of watching him every day, but I hope he's awesome. And then Bodie as well, rotating around there and everything. So it should be fine. Uh, the outfield kind of looks like Schwarber day to day and uh, Almora and Hayward most of the time, but you, you really have to take a look. Ian Happ is starting the season in AAA. Um, he just hit 130 in spring training, mm. so that's definitely a bummer. I was hoping for a lot more out of him, but the Cubs still have a really good lineup. Contreras and Bias have looked fantastic in the spring, and that's what the Cubs need. They need more than. Chris Bryan and Rizzo. They need Chris Bryan and Rizzo to be Chris Bryan and Rizzo, but they need Baez and Contreras to be infinitely, like, just a part of that day-to-day lineup in the three and the five spot wherever Joe Madden's going to put them. But I when, love the Cubs there. When Russell comes back, who's shortstop? Russell. It, really? It, yeah, because Baez, uh, Baez, believe it or not, kind of just embraces that I-can-play-wherever role, and Russell is just better at the shortstop spot. I don't think that changes this year. They've never, when they've been on the field at the same time, Russell's never been anywhere other than shortstop, and Baez has been at second or third. It, it It's weird. It Baez, the ball just seems to find him, but he, he'll play Russell at shortstop, and Russell is fantastic there. there it, Baez is definitely, at, it's weird. If Baez played shortstop for us every day, I would say he's the best defensive shortstop in the game. Uh-huh. So that, in turn, would mean he was better than Addison Russell, but... There's never a point when I'm watching the Cubs every single day where I'm like, I wish Addison wasn't at shortstop and like Javi was there for something. Addison's really fundamentally sound, and Javi does make some wild bonehead plays sometimes. I think he was top 15 in errors in the NL last year and stuff like that. You wouldn't think about him Uh with uh, the flashy reputation that he has. Um, It's uh, it's an odd thing, but Addison's on a no-tolerance policy. Um, We'll see. That's going to be... Interesting thing to watch it the season unfold with that kind of hanging over the Cubs. But I, I think uh, Zobrist will embrace the role. They don't have guys like Tommy LaStella anymore. So, um, yeah, the, the depth will be stretched a little bit. I'm excited. We, we really only have that one new guy, Daniel Descalso. Everybody else is kind of the same. It's in, like Brad Brock from the Orioles. I don't think we'll do that much. So, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Uh, to, to do that little, but they, they really do have a lot coming back. And like I said, they got nothing from Darvish last year, uh-huh. like absolutely nothing. And he's been fantastic in his career before.
All right, MLB prop bets. We have about an hour left before the 2019 season starts. We're headed to Globe Life Park, home of the Rangers. Final season before they tear it down. Cubs opening day in Texas. I'm hyped. Cubs gears on. Beers cracked. Red Bulls cracked. We're about to go to game one of 162. But before that, we're here to focus and hopefully deliver on some nice prop bets. Nick, we're going to start with AL Cy Young, Blake Snell, reigning champ. It only took him going 21-5 and with a 1.89 ERA for him to wrap that up, which in that division, facing the Red Sox and Yankees that many times, is just incredible. Who do we like in the 2019 season to take home the AL Cy Young? I'm going to like uh, Chris Sale to take it home. You know, he's plus 350. Big favorite. But um, Chris Sale from Boston, you know, I think even in the bad games that he's going to have, Boston can cover him with the hitting. You know, so he'll have a, a decent amount of wins under his belt. His career uh, ERA is 2.89. Uh, pretty solid. You know, I just like what he has to offer, uh, what he gives, what he pitches, where he throws. He's just uh, a tough pitcher, and uh, he's not fun to face. Uh, someone else to look at, maybe Verlander from Houston. Uh, I picked two people that, you know, you kind of talk about each year. Uh, two big-name pitchers, uh, Sale and Verlander. Yeah, two uh, really good teams, too. So you would think that those two teams win in a lot of games. Usually, last year, Blake Snell, kind of different, but the race still had a successful season. You have to have a successful season to win an award like this. So taking two good teams like the Red Sox and the Astros, very smart. Yeah, totally agree. you got to have a good team with a winning record. Uh, for the pitcher to win the Cy Young, I believe you have to have a, you know, you know, a bunch of wins over there. Yeah, you know? for sure. I you, you actually... I could not agree more. I, I'm on Verlander for my pick. I love the plus 1350 to be the AL Cy Young. He's 36 years old, so that's kind of old. But he just signed the two-year $66 million extension. He posted a 2-5 ERA last year with the Astros and a one-run ERA in just a short five games from getting traded there in 2017. He obviously likes being in Houston. Houston is a huge favorite to win their division. They should dominate. And when you get half your season against one division and you're minus 700 to win that division. It's the biggest favorite in years to win a division. And that's where the Astros are at. You have to like their ace Verlander. I mean, they, they let Dallas Keuchel walk. They let Charlie Morton walk. They have Justin Verlander. They're not worried about it. I think they're ready for a big year from him. And I love the odds. The only thing that concerns me about sale or the injuries from last year if he was plus 1300 I would love him regardless of the injuries, but plus 350 is a short price. I do like him more than Corey Kluber, the only other guy way down there with him. But, yeah, I, I like Verlander, and I tell you what, Snell, it, it's such a tough division, but if I had to take somebody else, I, I think it would be Snell. What he did last year was incredible, and the guy only seems to be getting better. Another guy that signed an extension, he's going to be feeling good going into 2019. Verlander and Snell. You like Verlander and Sale. Hopefully one of us is right there. We'll move on to our preferred league, the National League. DeGrom's ERA was actually 1.7 for a full season last year. That's a record. He's the reigning champ. Scherzer went back-to-back 16-17, and 17, winning this award. These two guys are the favorites this year. Nick, who do you like in the NL? Uh, <clears throat> NL, I kind of got two big-name pitchers again. It's just kind of who I wrote down to look at. Um, you know, I really like Clayton Kershaw. The only thing bad about him is uh, staying healthy the entire year. You yeah. know, I don't think he can win it. You know, definitely can't win a Cy Young, you know, playing half the year, pitching half the year, even if, you know, his stats are amazing. Yeah, he you know, started the year DL, 
shouldn't last long though. Minor injury. Yeah. You know, just if he stays well, you know, I really just I'm kind of big on him. He's kind of my guy, one of my guys. So you know, I'm just gonna go him with uh, plus eleven hundred if he stays healthy. Gotcha. Uh, which is something you really gotta look for. You know, definitely. Uh, also, someone I kind of like Zach Greinke. You know, I think he's gonna have a big season this season. Just something about him. Uh, he's plus twenty eight hundred. So you know, don't sleep on it. But uh, it's really good odds. He the Diamondbacks are are in a tough spot now, missing Goldschmidt for the first time. It's going to be interesting to see which way they go because they still have a lot of good players. And Grinky is definitely the leader of that staff, a staff that returns most of the names from last year. Patrick Corbin's gone. He's a national now. Grinky's really going to have to take control. That division's tough, but we'll see. I mean, you have to like what Grinky's put together the last three years. Yeah, I think it might be something like a snail last year. You know, they don't have too great of a season, but he kind of sure. he kind of dominates. Um, yeah, I don't hate it, man. I, yeah, Kershaw. The eleven plus eleven hundred is way higher than every other year of the last eight years. Yeah, for sure. Years past, you look at Kershaw's name, you're seeing that plus three fifty we just saw in Chris Sales. He's been the best pitcher in the NL for years, Cy Young or not. Just the injuries are, are worrisome with him, and Walker Bueller's hurt too. So we're not we're staying away there. I mean, they got Hinjun Ryu starting opening day for the Dodgers this year, and that's an odd thing. It's it's usually Clayton Kershaw out there. So if he comes back. In, they're really going to rely on him, plus 700 to win the World Series. They need him to be the guy that he's supposed to be if they're going to have a chance. But, okay, you like Kershaw. I like and, Kershaw and supporting cast. Gotcha. Kershaw and Granke. I'm going to go with Nola here. Aaron okay. Nola from the Phillies finished second last year, 2370 ERA, 17-6 last season. Awesome lineup. They add Harper. I think the vibe is up in Philadelphia. Good stuff around him. Arietta, Nick Pavetta, pretty good rotation. I think he posted sub two ERA this season. He's an LSU guy, big fan of him. I, I'm taking him this year to win the NL Cy Young. Long shot pick, Cole Hamels, plus 6,500. Absolutely the Cubs' ace in the back half of the season. 15 games for the Cubs last year. Never gave up more than three, uh, only gave up more than three runs once. Not nice bad. Nice. They won the first seven games he pitched. He looked super comfortable at Wrigley Field. I think the Cubs are going to have a big year. I think the whole staff's going to be tough. And I expect for Cole Hamels to be the best one. And I think the Cubs can win the NL. Definitely some bias in there, but that's how I feel. And if, if they're going to win the NL, and I think he's going to be the best pitcher, and you're looking at plus 6,500 there, I really like those odds. Yeah, pretty good odds. I agree with that for sure. All right, this one is a little tricky. Home run champion. Most home runs, they do not separate this by league, so we don't get the AL and NL split. We just had to pick one guy. Very hard to predict. The last five champs, pretty tough to guess. So I got Chris Davis here. Then you have Stanton's 59. He hit Miami. Yeah, that's crazy. Mark Trumbo. I mean, can you believe that? Three yeah. years ago, Mark Trumbo, home run champion, 47 bombs. What's he doing now? No clue. Don't even know if he's on a team. That's not good. I should know yeah. that. Yeah, we, we got to get that figured out. Okay, got to figure out if Mark Trumbo's on a team. Chris Davis from the Orioles, I think he hit like 120 last year and struck out every time he was up. And then before that, Nelson Cruz. So four out of the five guys are AL. And I feel like four out of the five guys aren't necessarily household names to 50% or below or baseball fans that, that care about just their team and stuff. Maybe Nelson Cruz, but... This this one's interesting. It's it's really tough to pick somebody. It, the AL guys have way better odds, which you could see in the sheet. 
the first NL name that you see here, uh, Harper plus 1800 new team and Arenado plus 2000. Uh, this one was very challenging for me to decide on Nick. Most home runs in the MLB. Who do you like? <clears throat> I kind of got three people wrote down. Okay. I got, uh, I got Nelson Cruz, you know, just, uh, I like his power. I like his swing. Uh, very smooth swing, you know. There's something about it. He's New just going team, every time. Minnesota, the Twins pick him up. He's in a really weak division. They're in there with the Indians. The Indians are always tough, but the other teams are bad. True. White Sox, Royals. I mean, you have to feel great playing those teams. So, okay, Nelson Cruz, good odds, plus 2,500. Uh, yeah, Nelson Cruz with 37 home runs last year. Pretty tough, you know. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. JD, uh, JD Martinez, you know, you know, him in Boston last year, he just went off. You don't really see when players switch teams and just have that much of an impact on a you know a team for uh, sure he's the exception he's got a bunch of, the last of power uh he had 43 home runs last year but i think that's going to go down so i'm gonna take the under 43 home runs for jd martinez okay i don't think that's a good bet at 1300 gotcha my sleeper pick is gonna be suarez suarez had 34 home runs last year uh you know that's right below cruz a little bit below uh martinez but he's having a really good year i think this bat is really hot right now okay uh, and so that's when we're going to be my sleeper pick at uh, plus uh, 8,000. Yeah, plus 8,000. Yeah, plus 8,000 for Suarez. I, I can't argue that that's big odds, but Suarez was right there, top five of the NL MVP race down the stretch last year. Suarez is in a loaded Reds lineup now that feels weird to say, but I really do believe that with uh, Jeanette and Votto, Puig, Kemp surrounding him. I think Suarez has a lot of bombs. We know it's a hitter's park. We visit it more than any other park. The ball flies yeah. out of there. So I'm on a guy right time. next to him on the sheet. I got I like Baez plus eight thousand. Baez. Baez kills the ball. It's a little Baez, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> God, that's good. Oh, that's good. Baez is the man. I, I can't wait to see him here in a few hours. I think like thirty six bombs or something like that last year. He was right there in the NL MVP race. I love Baez here plus the eight thousand. I, I just see maybe. 15 names ahead of him that I don't feel like should be ahead of him. So I love the value here. If I have to pick somebody for my life, I'm going Stanton. He's been sending the ball out in spring training like he did in Miami a few years ago. Hit less than half as many home runs as he hit in 2017. In 2018, I think that picks up. I think the nerves of being in New York kind of go away. Yeah, I, I like Stanton plus 550 here. I love Baez plus 8,000. I like Suarez, too. I, I I can't hate that one. A guy we're going to see today, going to be interesting, Joey Gallo of the Rangers. He's got really high odds here. And, you know, to and, me and you, I feel like he's a big strikeout guy. Yeah, no, especially against left-handed pitching. I feel like he's got no shot, you know. That's a really good point. A lot of these guys, like J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez is hitting right in left-handed pitching. It yeah, doesn't matter. Exactly. Joey Gallo being as one-dimensional as he feels to us, it'll be interesting to see him today. But plus 1,800, that's really high. It, yeah. It's it'll be crazy if he carries that and he's within the top five all year and he becomes a star for them because the Rangers coming down here opening day it doesn't feel like they have much to look forward to they got Mike Miner on the mound but man Joey Gallo plus eighteen hundred that's low I thought that was a really interesting one the Colorado guys good odds there plus two thousand on Arenado ball flies yep signed a new deal Trevor Story. He, Trevor Story is a guy that started this out at plus 5,000. He's down to plus 3,300. There's a reason for that. He kills the ball. They're going to be top five in the MLB and runs like they are every single year because they play in Colorado. 
And not to mention, they have an awesome lineup with a lot of power. Story and Arenado are those two main guys. Uh, taking a flyer on them is not bad. I like Stanton to win this award, but at plus 550 when it could be this many different names, it's just not good odds. Yeah. So I, I like our Baez and Suarez ideas. I like our Colorado guys. It'll probably be somebody from the AL, but I think this award is more of a take a flyer type deal. All right. We're about to have to pay $44 for an Uber. Let's get it going. NL and AL MVP picks. AL first. Betts is coming off a season where he barely edged his teammate out. For the MVP, they win the title. Any chance he repeats here, or do you like somebody else? Uh, For my AL MVP, I don't have him repeating. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Bregman. Alex Bregman, you know, for the Houston Astros. I just love... You know, I'm just, I'm just a really big fan of him. You know, he just plays really hard. Uh, just He's out there. You see him out there screaming every time he hits the ball or every time he makes, like, a really good play. Always talking trash on Instagram. You got to love yeah, the guy. Yeah, LSU I mean, guy. Really confident. Uh, and he's just someone that I feel like he wants to win, you know, and he's going to be on a winning team. You know, Astros are going to be tough again this year. What are they, plus uh, 600 to win it all? Something around yeah, there? Yeah, right around there, right uh, there with the favorites, Yankees and the Red Sox. Yeah, I think you got to pick a team. You know, I think it's going to be – AL, you know, top three team, NL top three team. I don't think it's going to be, you know, some random beast. I think they're kind of getting away from that to where it's got to be on a winning team now. Yeah, you know, Mike Trout's odds being that low, it's how could you even bet on that? I know yeah, he's the best like, I don't player. Even take that. I'd be better off taking him to hit the most home runs or something, at least trying to make a little money. Plus 125 to win the MVP when you look at the Angels' odds to make the playoffs and they're like minus 290 that they don't. It it doesn't make any sense. I like you said, you think like in all sports, best player, best team. Exactly. You like your odds. If you have best player, best team, I had Bregman written down too. He just signed a huge deal. Six years, hundred million dollars. I think that's a great price for Alex Bregman. I think Altuve is kind of ready to pass the baton in terms of who is the best player on the Astros. Correa starting the year hurt a little banged up. He had some low odds on there. I think the Astros roll all year. I think the A's take a big step back. I don't think the Angels will be very good. Those are the only two teams going to threaten in their division. The Mariners are rebuilding. I I love the Bregman pick. One guy taking a flyer on, I like Ben Attendee plus 5,000. I felt like he really came on at the end of the year for the Red Sox. He hits in the two-hole every single day, right or left-handed pitching. I I don't hate the idea of maybe him out of nowhere having the type of year that Bregman's had in the past where he – jumps into this lineup where there's two or three MVP candidates already, Altuve and Correa in the Astros situation, and suddenly looks like the best player for a few months. The Red Sox could easily be the best team in the MLB. If I had to take a flyer on somebody, I'm taking him. Bregman, 12-1, to though, also my pick. I like that we agree on that. The NL, Yelich barely edges Baez last year, just like the Brewers barely edged the Cubs in just about everything. Hoping that changed. Suarez was right there down the stretch. All three of these guys didn't get a ton of respect from the odds makers here. Who do you like? NL MVP 2019. Uh, kind of a sleeper pig, but Devado. You know, he's plus uh 3,800. Uh, you know, he's in, like you said earlier, he's in a stacked lineup. Uh, and I think that's really going to help someone like Vado because he's going to get more pitches, you know, more base runners with the hitting that they have he ha- that he's had in the past. You For know, sure. he's kind of got pitched around over the last few years last year he kind of got more pitches and i think this year he's going to get more pitches and see more pitches 
uh, you know, in the strike zone versus pitchers pitching surrounding. And I think he's really going to take advantage of that. Uh, he's just a really good hitter. He's got a really good glove. You know, he's always going to have that glove. You're never going to lose that. He could easily be gold glove any year. Him and Rizzo are right down the stretch. Crazy thing about Votto, he's got to be the only player since what bonds to get complained at by his fan base for walking too much. I mean, that's how good this guy is. Yeah. They get mad at him because he only gets one base at a time. That goes away this year for the Reds. They have a fantastic lineup. Votto, maybe the craziest stat that I, I've ever seen. Votto is the on-base percentage champion in the National League. Best in the National League, seven of the last nine seasons. Seven of the last nine seasons on base more than any other National League player, and now he actually has a really formidable lineup. He's had formidable lineups before. The Reds' wild card game in 2013, I believe. That seems like a long time ago, but Votto's going to know what to do here. I I love the Votto pick. It's crazy how good that guy really is day-to-day. I hate seeing him in the division. The Reds, no matter how bad they are, seem to always beat the Cubs, at least when I'm in the house. Uh, so yeah. uh, I, I don't want Votto to win it, but I like the odds. You already know where I'm going. Javi Baez plus 2,500. Best player in baseball. Best player on the best team. I love Baez here plus 2,500. You see Chris Bryant plus 1,200 and Baez plus 2,500. Uh, that just could not be more flawed. Baez is the man now. It's Baez's team. Unbelievable fielder, 100, 176 hits last year. Unbelievable. I, yeah, Baez, uh, Baez is pretty tough. Uh, you know, you got a lot of Bryant there, too, though. Not that, you know, I think it could be either or. You know, each, you know, I think when I say either or, I think either of them could have a better season than one another. Yeah. Both of them got that the glove. You know, both of them have an amazing glove and can play anywhere in the field. So, you know, that part of it, uh, you know, I think it's kind of – it's basically going to be like who hits better. You know, and if the Cubs – uh, you know, if they are uh, taking the NL and dominating the NL, you know, it's definitely going to be one of those two. You know, nobody else, I think, can uh, lead the Cubs better than either Bryant or Bias. For sure. Bryant, MVP the year they won the World Series. It just seems so long ago. The recency bias definitely kicks in for me. I love what Bias did last season. Bryant spent most of the year hurt. Yep. Struck out a lot. We need Chris to be Chris to be the Cubs of mm-hmm. old. So I, I'm, I'm counting on Chris, but I love Baez's progression. I love the way he looks in the spring. He's just the swaggiest outfit or er, uh, athlete I've ever seen. So yeah, really I, swaggy. I'm taking Baez to win the MVP. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Red Talk. We'll be back Saturday morning. Austin Bickett will be here. Dylan Bickle will be here. We'll have our Sweet 16 picks. It's opening day. Get out. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy baseball. Cheer on the Cubs. TTYL.